0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a
1: subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hey, this is the Bish here from the Hump Day Crew. You're tuned into one of our podcasts. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Jennifer Beals and you're listening to the Hump Day Crew on Joy 94.9. I bet many of us have wanted to sit down and have an American chai with our next guest, or perhaps even go dancing in twilight with her. I bet everyone from the Proud family are sitting at the singles table, would sit with Wings of Hope, dance a dance of three veils just to take her reign. Whether you be looking for comedy in the Muslim world or having trouble with romance, sometimes stop and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Do I need a dip tuck in the world unseen? Let's round up the princess and the marine, the stalemate, the Indian cowboy, and feed the beat cops with some strong medicine. I can't think straight at the moment, so let's move out of the line of fire and go back to Simplistics with the ABCDs. With a pocket full of dreams, let's welcome Sheetal Sheth to the hump day crew. Wow. (laughs)
0: Hi, I don't even know what to say right now. That is probably the most amazing
1: introduction
0: I have heard. Wow.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much for that. It's a beautiful compliment.
0: I really am. I'm speechless right now because what you did right there was just, I don't even know what to say because it took me back. It took me back, which I'll probably age myself, years and years and years and years (laughs) with everything that that brings up, you know, it just brings up a lot, thinking of each one of those projects. Thank you for doing that taken the time to put that together and say that in such a creative, loving way. I love it. Thank you. Thank, thank you.
1: <laughs> you're most welcome, people There's so much that we actually want to talk to you about because I was looking through your bio of, of roles and the roles that you selected. Is it true that you are very critical of the roles that you're given?
0: Um, I, you know, I don't know if that's the that's exactly... I'm not sure where that came from. I would say that I just, you know, I'm not going to do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and I certainly... I'm not sitting in a place where I am bombarded with hundreds of offers. Yeah. So that's not what I'm saying. It's just a matter of I value, you know, where I want to put my energy, and I also respect so much what it takes to make a film or produce a TV show or put on a play. I know what the time and effort is that, it, that goes into it, so I don't want to do something unless I'm 500% there for wow. the people doing it. Because when I, when I do something, I'm fully there, committed, will do everything in my power to, to, to bring what they expect plus more and then follow through in, in more ways than, than I can even discuss. So I just, unless something is exciting to me, for me, which again, doesn't mean it's going to be exciting for everyone. And what's exciting for someone else might not be. for We just all have different tastes. And so I'm just not going to do something that I'm not in some way moved by. That's all. But that's not, again, not to say that the stuff I don't do isn't great. It's just, you know, everyone has their own personal preference.
1: Mm. And it's, it's interesting to see, because I've seen, obviously, the movies I've seen, you've played uh, roles of, of lesbian characters, and some of the roles that I've seen in your filmography, you've played Iraqi females, and, and roles that are really, really challenging conventions, which I find really interesting.
0: You know what's funny is I didn't... <laughs> I don't, people have been saying, you know, I've been doing these interviews, and now that, you know, I've been working for a little bit of time, and I have, you know, done a couple, a bunch of things, people start saying, like, you know, they're finding themes in in some of the characters I play, and the roles I seem to be doing, and it wasn't on purpose, I'm not, like, (laughs) out there, you know, searching for anything in particular, because I have to say, every day is different, and, you know, catch me on a week later, and I might have a completely different response to something, it's just, Obviously, I mean, I, I was grown up and, and brought up in a way that was very aware and conscious and really believe in, in the world as, as one place. And, you know, um, I hate divisiveness and, and um, bigotry. and I mean, all the stuff that, you know, we can go on and on about. But I just, I'm obviously, I just seem to gravitate towards characters that have, some coming of age or standing up for something or empowering themselves in some way, shape, or form, but also, you know, struggling. I, I find I'm, I'm, I, I like things that are honest and people aren't perfect. I have a lot to learn, we all do, and so I I want to to play human characters that are going through whatever they're going through and come out the other side sometimes better, sometimes not, but hopefully in the process of of the story we're telling, we can take something from it.
1: So encouraging to hear that, given that you are from an Indian background, that you've had, you've grown up in that environment that's been a bit more inviting and open to these things, because I was going to actually ask you, were there any conflictions or responses you received from the Indian community that were a bit discouraging?
0: Sure. Sure. I think that, I think a lot of it, I think when I started acting, there were certainly people um, whose background were Indian that were doing it, but um, there were very few and far between. Certainly, we're not anywhere near, you know, where we should be, but there's more now than there was you know, back back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so there was no one that I really knew that had done it. I had no one to talk to about things. And to be perfectly honest, I didn't realize that it was a thing. And, like, on, on several levels, like, on one hand, doing what I loved – seemed, okay, you just do what you love. And I know it sounds naive. I didn't realize that me being of a certain background would then become a question or somehow an issue in any way, shape or form. I was very naive to think that. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I have this community that I love and I'm, I'm very connected to in a lot of ways since I was a child with my family and going to India all the time. And so I didn't realize that it, I mean, I did, that I had a little bit more consciousness because obviously I, I knew the taboos, I knew the traditional kind of paths that a lot of people were taking because all of my Indian, none of my Indian friends were doing anything like, you know, creatively in, in this type of field and, and they all seemed to really love what they wanted to do and I would always think, why can't I just do any of those things? It would be much easier if I could wake up <laughs> and be happy doing that because my life wouldn't be as as, as full of just. Unstability in question all the time which is against every bit of my personality <laughs> and then to finally be able to do it and start working you know I just was hoping everyone would be supportive and be happy that I was telling stories that hopefully they could see themselves in in the beginning especially because I'm talking about my very first movie ABCD where it talks about kind of a woman struggling with tradition um, I was I I go in through a lot of a very kind of extreme, reaction on both sides, where on one hand, some half the world or people that saw it were thrilled, and the other half that would say things to me that you would never believe because they were appalled. They they felt that they didn't want to be associated with characters like that or that they were represented in a way that wasn't appropriate and um, had very strong reactions to me and would come up to me and, and treat me like, you know. I didn't want to get into it but so that and that in itself was was sad for me and it only made me want to do it more because I'm thinking okay this is why we do what we do you know Mm. and so you know having those discussions and meeting people and talking to people and doing Q&A's and doing screen that's the stuff I love because then I actually see what the filmmaking or the work is doing which is our hope so that's the stuff I
1: love. That's fantastic, Sheetha. and Um I was, that was just... a very
0: long answer. I just realized that was a very long answer for one question that I probably went into. <laughs> like no. a bunch of a, of a, of, a, of a rant, which I tend to do, so I'm going to warn you now I no worries. Away in lots of
1: different. <laughs> I like the fact that you do that because I would have asked you questions that would have brought those things out anyway. So I'm glad that you gave me one big chunk. You make my job easier.
0: Well, halfway through, halfway through my answer, I realized I wasn't even answering your question. <laughs> and then in my head, I'm like, if I was in a debate in, in the political world, they'd be like, should I answer the
1: question? <laughs> so thinking, I need to get back to the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cancer, actually.
1: Are you, are you on the cusp of a Gemini? Well, I a little bit, but I have to say I'm fully, fully um,
0: cancer in my heart.
1: Really? You're a water sign. I'm actually in a water of, sign, too.
0: What are you? I'm a
1: Scorpio. Please don't hate me.
0: No, 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 no. I know all about the Scorpios very well. I thought Scorpio was fire.
1: Well, that's what I thought too, consider that well, we are quite fiery people, but no, Scorpio, Cancer and Pisces are all water signs.
0: Well, I will say that from what I've read and from what, you know, seems to be out there in the common general sense, um, I, I feel like I pretty much fit, generally speaking, obviously not everything, That the Cancer kind of...
1: That's fantastic. That <laughs> That's fan- uh, a few months ago, we had Oprah Winfrey here in Australia. Were you bummed that you missed that Because I know that you love Oprah.
0: I do love her. And it was funny because I was watching, you know, I watched her shows when she was there. And I was kind of, because I had never been to Australia either. And I'm, you know, thinking, I need to be there. I need to be, I want to be there because I love her. And I've always wanted to go. And what a great experience. I mean, she obviously is you know, beyond words in terms of who she is and what she's lived and how she's living and so fun for her to be able to come and and treat that kind of experience to to these people and then what she did, I felt like everything I saw when she was in Australia, everyone couldn't have been more welcoming and and she just, it just was a great, great, great trip and yeah, I wish I was a part of
1: that. (laughs) Wow, wow. Does it kind of make you think too, okay, have you ever wanted to be on the Oprah show?
0: Yes. I would of course, love to be on the Oprah show I mean I it's one of those things where you know it's funny when she said that well I don't know if she's retiring from TV she's just that show is is not going to be what it obviously is I mean I feel like she'll you know obviously she has her own network and I can't imagine her not being, you know, on camera in some way doing this in some way on top of the – who knows? What do I know? But, yes, when I when I heard and saw that she was, you know, going to be ending her show this year, I thought, God, I only have one more year to <laughs> – how, how do I make that happen? You know, how do you get, how do you get on there in this next year? Because it's the biggest year ever, so, you know, someone like me, you know, the odds of me ever – you know, it just feels quite, you know, impossible.
1: <laughs> No, I, I know what you mean. I've always wanted to be on Oprah, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, we'll see. I'll
0: just have to meet her some other place, some other
1: way. <laughs> I think you've... You know, there's always a dream that we always have, and I think that's just one of them for me, too, and I'm, I'm sure you feel the same.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: Now, Sheetha, you've got some exciting stuff happening in the next couple of weeks. You, uh, I just chucked a trailer out of Three Veils, which is going to premiere at the Portland Women's Festival next week. Tell us a bit about that. What's yeah. going to be happening? It sounds really, really exciting.
0: Yeah, you know, the film, oh God, when I read the script a few years ago, when I read it, I was just stunned. I mean, it, it, it was one of the best scripts I had read in a very long time. And it told the stories of these three women, these three Middle Eastern women who are dealing with their own demons in their own way. And their lives are intertwined, and they're young, in their 20s, just figuring out who they are, where they're going, what they want. And um, they each, you know, have their own kind of secret that they're wrestling with. And I play the character of Nikki, who is, you know, not doing so well when we see her in, the, in most of the movie. And, she, you know, she definitely goes, what I also like about the movie is that you see these girls kind of grow and have, and have this very, this, this whole journey that you go with them. You see them at three different ages which is kind of exciting. Wow. And so, I mean, not like not like teenager, middle age, older, I mean, not like that, but within, you know, teens, 30s. I mean, it's just kind of a nice chunk of time where we're all kind of becoming who we are. And I really, was really, that was very appealing to me. And um, Nikki, you know, when we meet her, she's not doing well. She's She has a lot of, of demons and a lot of tragedy in her past that she's trying to get over and has a difficult relationship with her father and um, really doesn't have a lot of friends and and, and she's struggling so I don't want to give away too much but she goes through a lot she goes through a lot and it's not easy to watch she's you know um, very outspoken she's an alcoholic she's promiscuous she's you know acting out
1: (laughs) wow bit of a rebel I see and
0: we're excited because I'm sorry?
1: A bit of a rebel, I see.
0: A bit of a rebel. I wouldn't he from, I don't, I didn't see her as a rebel as much as I just saw her as lost. Ah, uh, okay. I think that she's, she's, yeah, like for me, she's just lost. And I don't think she knows who she is, where she is, what she's doing. She's just so in so much pain um, that I just feel that she's lost. So that's, that was my take on her.
1: Fantastic, Sheetal, and it like this is one of the characters that I was I was trying to, I was looking back at your bio and I was looking at is there a particular character that you've haven't played yet that you'd like to play?
0: God, I mean, so many. You know, there's so many things that I'm still. I mean, things excite me all the time, and I'm reading scripts and roles, and I and I'm just like, ah, oh, this would be great, and that would be great, and um, so there's yeah, there's tons. I don't know how to I don't have described them specifically because a lot of times the way I read something on to someone else on paper may seem like something similar to something else but it's not because I just I go right to the heart of where I think this person is or where they're going or what they're dealing with and I don't know it's still exciting accept- like I've always said to myself if acting isn't exciting or I don't get that feeling anymore when I read something and, and you just are moved by it and connected then I need to not do it anymore because it's no, there's no point and there's no fun and I don't think the work will reflect what people deserve when they go see a movie or Turn on the
1: television. Or absolutely, play, you know? absolutely. You've got to align your passion and what you believe in with your actual role. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I hope so.
1: I think so. I think. Um, I actually was having a friend of mine came over for tea last night, and I told her that I was interviewing you, and straight away she's like, "I have that DVD, so you've definitely touched a few of my friends' <laughs> hearts." I can say that.
0: Well, that. I mean, that is. You know, honestly, stuff like that just makes me so happy because. You know, especially when it's a smaller movie and you don't have a big studio behind something and they're pumping in millions of dollars, which, of course, we would love. Um, You don't know who's going to be able to see the movie, and you Mm -hmm. want as many people as possible. So the fact that it has actually – that people in Australia have watched it, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm (laughs) talking to you because I'm like, wow, you're in Australia right now, and I'm in Los Angeles, and we're talking about a movie – and movies that I've done, and, I, and, you are want, and you want to talk to me about it. I mean, I don't even know what to say. <laughs>
1: wow. You know what? I actually never thought about it that way when you put it like that. You don't actually think of it that way. But, wow, that is, that's so true. One movie has helped I mean, us have this conversation.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool, you know, the, the fact that we're on different continents in this huge world, and um, somehow it literally reached you and reached you in whatever other ways, and that makes me happy. That's what we want to do.
1: Oh, wonderful, Sheetal. Sheetal, thank you very much for your time today. You've been an absolute pleasure to chat to. And um, before I let you... Thank you. you. I appreciate it. (laughs) And I actually, um, because I joined your, I think it was your website. You you actually send out personal emails, don't you? I do. Yeah, because that's something that really excited me. I'm like, oh, well, she actually personally takes the time in her busy schedule to send out emails. And I thought that's actually really, really thoughtful to do.
0: I do. You know, I try my best. I sometimes don't, I don't respond... as much as I would like to. I do as much as I possibly can, especially when someone writes because I feel like, you know, they've taken the time. I want to at least acknowledge that I've gotten it, you know, and sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes it'll be months before I have a chance, but I I do, I do read everything. You know, like you were saying, I have the website and I have a Facebook page and I started Twittering two weeks ago, so that's new and kind of fun wow and i'm actually doing um if anyone's interested i'm doing a live it's kind of an experiment but because everyone you know has been so supportive and i get so many you know questions emails and so forth from fans i was i I try to think of a way to to interact more with everyone and so i came up with this idea to do kind of a live q a over twitter wow so this so When's this, this happening? Saturday morning, actually. Yeah? This is going to happen this Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. So I tried to think of a time that would be kind of okay for everyone, wherever they would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is also why I did it on a Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, from 9 to 9.30, I'm going to be online and answering as many as I can possibly get to in that time. Tweets.
1: Fantastic. So, well, we'll
0: have to promote anyone, that on our radio
1: show for you, too, because that's, that's actually a great idea to connect with your fans on such a global level as well.
0: Well, I would love you to tell them, yes. If you tell them and they want to, you know, all they have to do is, you know, join, I don't know, pump half the world is on Twitter. So <laughs> um, just, it's just my name, is she, is my thing is Sheeple Chef. Yep. They, just, you know, they can follow me and they can tweet me and I will answer their questions.
1: Fantastic. That, that, how does it feel to be a tweet, an official tweet? Is it changed? A twit is that is that what you call it? Yeah, you're officially a twit now, Sheetha. Welcome to the twits. Um, well, I've always felt I've, I've been a I've
0: been a bit of a twit, um, <laughs> a bit of a nuisance anyway. So it probably is all it all fits. But it's been it's funny because I've haggardated for so long to do it, and then I thought, you know, I'm still I still have tapes, I mean, I really listen to tapes, and you know, I, I am beyond. Lame, so and I'm not just saying that. But I also have this side of me that loves all this cool technology. I just don't know what to do with it, so I just need help. And I, anyway. So I'm working on it. I'm enjoying the tweeting, which is why I was like, okay, maybe this is a great way to do a Q and A in a way because I was trying to find a way that would be, you know. I don't know. It's an experiment. We'll see how it goes. If it goes well, then maybe I'll do it, you know, every often, every so often, and then we'll just take it from there.
1: Oh, wonderful, Sheetha. Well, Sheila, I'm actually coming to America in three weeks. I'm going to go to New York, uh, LA, and Palm Springs. Is there any tips that you can give me for the American culture? Have you ever been here before? Never, ever. Wow, I'm so excited. (laughs) I feel so excited that you're going to be here.
0: So wait, you said New York, LA, and Palm Springs? Yes. There couldn't be more different, which is great, <laughs> because you'll get a little bit of everything, Yes. really. Um, having have Being a East Coast native and being born and brought up there, I love that you're going to New York. It is one of the best cities in the world, and the energy and the spirit that you will find there is really, really special. And so I just say live it up. Every one of these – L.A. is cool, and it's all like Palm Springs is awesome. I mean, I just say – whatever you feel like doing like the best thing to do is obviously like know what every city has that you obviously want to hit and then the rest of it go with it because you are going to be in cities where everyone is really open and the cities have so much going on that you just want to play things by ear a little bit wow. so that you're not completely stuck to schedule because I mean obviously you want to schedule things that you actually have to do and make sure you see obviously you're in New York you want to go I don't know what you like but you want to check out the Met you want to go to Central Park you want you know there's things wow that you have
1: to yeah, do. yeah absolutely
0: however and and go see a Broadway show. I mean, go. There's nothing like an experience of being on Broadway and seeing a full-on spectacular production. But then the, the restaurants are amazing. and You know, so everything has... So, but just kind of go with it. Talk to people. I, Whenever I travel, I love traveling, and I've recently traveled on vacation by myself where wow. usually I've traveled for work, and so I'm just used to kind of... Meeting people and, and just kind of talking to people that wherever they are, and they couldn't be more open, you know. So people will help you out; they'll tell you what to do.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for the tip sheet. I'll make sure I uh, talk to people and ask for directions, and um, hopefully experience the New York culture. I'm really, really excited about it.
0: You will. I think all of them. LA is great. You're gonna have it's beautiful here right now. It's a great time of year. You'll have a great time. Yay! Sure. Hi, this is Katie Lang, and you're listening to The Hump Day
1: Crew on Joy 94.9. Hey, it's Ginny from The Hump Day Crew. Thank you so much for tuning into one of our podcasts and for supporting Joy 94.9 and The Hump Day Crew. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.